Welcome everyone, this is Carlos from SeedCamp. Uh, we're here with uh, Bram Canstein, the top hunter and European community manager for Product Hunt, um, and also from our team, Ali West. And what we're gonna be doing today is walking through uh, a lot of the things that make Product Hunt awesome, but as we all know, the people who make uh, a company awesome also have histories before the company, and so with that, we'd love to explore your origins, Bram. So, from what I understand, there was a period in time when you were even thinking about being a doctor. Yeah. But maybe, maybe we start back. College. Were you studying medicine in college? Um, yeah. So, so I did high school, and then um, you could choose like a, a beta subjects, alpha subjects. But I did all the beta study things, and uh, because I always had the idea, I wanted to be a doctor. So um, I got into the the university um, I did the study for two years and then after two years it really it yeah it's one of the most difficult things you can choose to study obviously so I was kind of struggling with the, all the subjects and I always thought I would be a good doctor like communication wise and people wise but um, but organic chemistry killed you huh? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no it didn't huh? yeah it was it was difficult so um, you know, if you, you, you get to that crossroads, start thinking about, hey, is this something I want to do? Do I want to be a doctor for the rest of my life? And eventually the answer was no. Um, so I decided to, to quit. And um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do after. So I kind of fled to Australia to backpack for six months. It's like the general thing people do. <laughs> I think if they quit their study, like you have to. Um, like some people just just what, what, travel. What were you doing there? Just traveling, or did you? Work? Yeah, I planned on working, but it was it was yeah. two thousand uh, seven, eight. So really, the whole financial crisis. I couldn't get any job. Uh, um, so I just spent the money I saved. I traveled. Um, did you say you would you found yourself during that? Well, time? yeah. That's also that's also like pretty. Um, I don't know, it's like a classic example, you know, if you're all alone on a beach, like 15,000 kilometers from home, then that's something you really actually do, you know, think about, hey, what did I, what did I do before? What did I like before? And, and then I really started thinking about, you know, when I was younger, when I was 12, I was always on Napster, uh, stealing all this music, burning CDs, selling them in school for five euros to all my friends. Do you really want to have that on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's, that's too long ago. That's too long ago. And um, yeah, so I, I started thinking about that. I, I was making websites, having all these ideas when I was younger. And then, I don't know. I don't know why I lost lost that or, or didn't work with that anymore. So, so yeah, maybe because I wanted to be a doctor and didn't think that would be something to pursue as, as mm. like a career. But yeah, I, I really, I thought about that. I really liked entrepreneurship, uh, business stuff, and especially, you know, regarding the internet. So I chose to look for a study I could do that kind of fitted, you know, those those qualities and interests. Yeah. Um, and there was a, a study on uh, in Amsterdam, it's a University of Applied Sciences, it's called. Um, and and uh, the study was communication and multimedia design, very broad study uh, where you learn how to get from an idea in your head, how to get it on paper and then work all the way through mm. actually creating the, the thing. Um, and I was really interested, 
interesting like I finished that in four years um, and then along the way I think at the end of my first year I, I, I discovered this thing called startups and um, it was really a discovery for me like I found these guys that are like people that were working on an idea they got money from other crazy people that believed in this idea and um, yeah it, it it was really interesting so I started learning more about that mm -hmm. and, and how you know that that really worked because during the study it was mostly focused on I don't know like working for an agency or building a product for an agency not really focused on the entrepreneurial side of mm -hmm. all the skills you were taught so what, what, what was the one that most stood out at the time hmm I think at Twitter um, I mean, from your from your community there, so from the friends, community yeah, there, people that people that perhaps Ooh. already right now are, are sort of excelling, but you remember them from those days. Well, it's difficult. I don't know. I don't know. No, I think it was mostly like American companies. I I discovered like I discovered all these blogs, Next Web, and you know all these technology focused publications. Um, but yeah, one of the things was was Twitter because I saw, I think I saw Twitter like. A year or two years before that and then it it was really like you know people calling in the service like hey what are you eating right now or I'm on the toilet or I'm walking outside or I'm walking on the street you know nothing compared to what it is right now and and people were making fun of the people that were texting all these yeah. messages and stuff and then later on I I encountered Twitter again but then it really matured more as a company and a service and it was really interesting to discover this. So that was around 2008, right? Yeah, I think 2008. So Startups Dashboard, when was that roughly? Oh, that's that's been uh, two months ago, actually. So, so yeah. What, so what were you when you were doing that period of time? What what were you kind of working on? Um, was it, I mean, it was just oh, I, I did or? I did some fun stuff during this study. Uh, I had a website called uh, Twelve Things to Do. Mm -hmm did that with three friends and the idea was to uh, have all these hotspots in Europe so it was a travel website so let's say Amsterdam um, Berlin Paris etc and we wanted to find like one key influencer in this city and he or she would give uh, would show our visitors um, their most favorite spots mm -hmm. so that, that was the idea we tried to create this for I don't know maybe like six seven months or something and we uh, did like a soft launch with Amsterdam and Antwerp and um, we got a lot of responses from all over the world so New York Beijing even it was really cool yeah. um, but then I don't know we all kind of lost interest or all these people they weren't really like they they reached out to us like hey I want to be a curator and then we sent them like this information thing and then no one responded after that wow. and it was it was just interesting to to see like hey we're doing something and people were interested but then there's this point where people actually have to do something for us not getting yeah. anything back so we weren't paying them or something it gives you a big appreciation to the open source community huh yeah yeah totally because um i mean people doing stuff for free i mean time is the most valuable thing right so um we were really we encountered like a big failure you know we kind of validated this idea and then when uh, it was time to act. Which is maybe a bit yeah. prescient of the fact that you're now kind of in a company whose job is to sort of 
save people time by highlighting a lot of great things. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but, and, yeah. So, so maybe if, if we kind of jump from there to to kind of the projects that you worked up, I guess that led up to Startup Stash. Like there must have been some yeah some genesis there. Well, how did how did that happen? What, yeah. what was it like? Were you you know out one day and oh it just came to you or how how that happen? No. So the the interesting thing was that during the study when I discovered the whole startup thing, I quickly realized that I was one of few people that were actually actively searching for this new stuff and discovering it. Um, so I don't know if it was on purpose, it's just something I think really interesting, like discovering new things, uh, telling it to my friends, uh, showing them uh, what I'm using, like all these crazy apps that they, they weren't using or websites or whatever. Um, so from then on, I don't know, I kind of turned into like sort of evangelist for new new stuff and I started saving those things on my computer um, then I did an internship at the next web during the, during the studies I was there for almost a year uh, so then I encountered more new stuff and I always saved that so after the study I started working for an investor in Amsterdam mm -hmm. where I helped to start two startups in their portfolio with product development oh, business cool. strategy um, so that was interesting because then I really got to a point where I could take like all the good things I saw from all the different companies I encountered and try and use uh, the qualities or like tactics those companies used on the companies I, I was working with. Yeah. Um, and then during that time, I also started like saving tools and resources. There were like beneficial to startups, so like marketing tools, launching tools, or whatever. So, I was I was saving those, um, and then when I uh, I was I found Product Hunt also like really early on and one of the top percent like first first percent users. Yeah. Uh, and I started posting all the stuff I found on there, and people liked that, and and that really I I saw what happened when all these people got on this new website you know like their traffic exploded they got all this feedback interested investors and yeah. that really made me want yeah like wanting to build something myself that I could post on this yeah. site so then I yeah started to think about um, something I could build I'm not really a technical guy I can do some PHP and stuff but um, yeah so I thought yeah maybe it's cool to create like this old-school start page directory kind of thing that's that's like websites i really liked when i was younger you know like really a start of your adventure on the web yeah um so i thought that would be a fun idea um i already had like a hundred resources and tools that i gathered during the time i was working with startups yeah um and you know like existing directory so steve blank is you know well-known guy he has like a page on his website with resources which is really really long yeah sometimes there's like a bold category in between so you know what you're looking at sometimes yeah. there's a little description sometimes there's only a link so it's not really you can't really filter for anything you know you just, just scroll through and then it's just kind of serendipity mm -hmm. on like what you find so those three things put together I thought it would be interesting to create like a, just a simple yeah. directory page with and it took off. 
apparently, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, what was that like? I mean, what, what, how, how did that? I mean, did you engineer that? How did you? I uh, kinda, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, so here's the secret. Everybody, pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay, the, the secret. secret. It's still. The, I just thought, Ollie, like I'm still. This has been eight like eight weeks ago i launched this and it's still something i'm still processing like how i how i did this but um so i had posting access on product hunt like i i discovered it in the beginning i knew it was a really influential website i stalked ryan for like three weeks to give me an invite to post um and people knew me from from posting stuff um so i thought okay product hunt is going to be the number one place where i want to launch launch this thing whatever i'm creating um and then i i came up like i came up with a name bought the domain name all that stuff but the most important thing was obviously the content so i made a big excel sheet uh with 50 categories at the time and just started to fill those up and it took me five months to have 40 categories done so each category has 10 resources um and then i started to think about okay how should i launch this i had um I got featured on beta list and startup list, which are two websites where you can put your, like your email drop lender thingy on and explain your concept. And then you can find people that are interested um, in what you're trying to build, obviously, because you don't have a product yet. Um, and I got around like 600 subscribers and I really used those people to get more feedback, give them sneak peeks of what I was creating. Uh, so not only sneak peeks of how the website would look, but also sneak peeks of the content. So I said like, hey, these are two cool um, survey tools. This is a cool marketing tool. Um, and I sent out two emails during those during that time. I think I got like 80, 80 replies. So 80 people gave me more feedback, mm -hmm. uh, encouragement, uh, suggestions, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And that was really interesting. So um, I... Actually, uh, I built it together with th with them, and I used them like the newsletter later to announce that uh, that it was live that I launched, mm -hmm. um, and also used like targeted Facebook groups. So there's a startups Berlin group, um, how to start a startup Facebook group by Y Combinator, mm -hmm. uh, which has like forty thousand members or something. So also used that to post. So I I, I just made a one big list. So it said product hunt. Uh, newsletter email Facebook groups uh, personal emails just people from my network people I approached before um, I used uh, Reddit a of, definitely a lot of prep work right so it, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like hey here we go no no, no 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 yeah so I I had a date in mind which was February 25 I really uh, wanted to launch it on that day any particular reason why yeah because the week after uh, on Monday, I was going to San Francisco for the first time. Okay. Uh, I had a trip for 12 days uh, and I was going to the launch uh, conference, which uh, was being held the first three days I was there. So I thought, okay, if I launch it the week before and it's something people like, I, I didn't know, uh, then I had a fun story to tell. I would have a fun story to tell. Uh, and then if it would do good, in that whole week, then the Monday after Product Hunt sends out a newsletter with the top hunts from the last week. Oh. And if it sent out the newsletter and I would be in the top somewhere, then I could tell people like, hey, I just built this thing, so, it's on Product Hunt. So very well engineered then, okay. Yeah, I, I really thought that through because I thought, um, you know, I'm more in the business product corner. 
you know, and if you're a developer or a designer, it's much more tangible. You can really show what you've created, right? And for me, it, it was always pretty difficult to to tell people what I could do, like what my skills were or my interest, not, not my interest, but more like my skills. Like if people ask you like, hey, what can you do? Then um, mostly I had a pretty difficult time of explaining, like it would be a really long story. Now I can just show like, hey, I built this thing. I engineered the whole launch. I uh, thought of this name. I did the whole thing. Yeah. And I built something myself, you know, and that was eventually, that was the whole purpose of, of creating this showing uh, you know what I what I could do so how did how did that open up the relationship to formalize with with product yeah well that that's a funny thing so um, I, I discovered that the, the product on really early on I always stayed in touch uh, with Ryan um, I did two meetups in uh, in Amsterdam which went pretty well and yeah we just stayed in touch and then I sent Ryan a message that um, I was leaving my current job my contract was ending I just wanted to do something else I didn't know what and then uh, the week before I launched Startup Stash uh, he actually we Skyped he sent me a message like hey do you want to Skype I have something fun and then he asked me if I wanted to join the team and, and try and see if, how, yeah like how we can spread the word in, in Europe and uh, do uh, the community side of the website um, like help them from from Europe so um, yeah the whole startup stash thing is totally non-related to mm. to me joining them um, so it probably helped a little bit anyway at least yeah later maybe yeah, maybe I don't know I don't know you have to ask Ryan but and the fun thing is definitely gives you street cred for sure right yeah, I think so. I don't know. Like now, I was a super fan, and now I have the number one thing, and I work there. Like I, I don't know. It's just it's just really crazy. Um, but the fun thing was like I I built this website just to show what I could do, and then the planning for the launch was to have a fun story to tell in San Francisco, and now I had two fun stories yeah. to tell. So yeah, that those were pretty crazy times to. Um, and still, like it's it's cool to see how people still yeah know like like the side share it. Uh, even Donald Trump's daughter tweeted about it. You know that's pretty random. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Well, look, I think that now that sort of we're we're kind of up to up to speed modern day, um, it'd be great to get your thoughts on the, the best advice that you give um, to to people on a product hunt. And I know that uh, Ollie. Um, has some some questions about how potentially people think through customer acquisition via product hunt or, or, or potentially uh, new users. Yeah, Ali, did you want to did you want to go through some of those crazy ideas or? Yeah, um, I was I was just um, listening to the story is really interesting, um, especially how uh, you talk about preparation uh, so so much really so much went into this. Um, we uh, hosted a, a Reddit AMA last week um check it out anyone that hasn't seen that we had um lots of comments lots of startups interested throwing us questions um and we've done it before but this time round, we actually managed to, to double the, the amount of people that kind of clicked through to our website to find out more about seed camp and i think that was due to kind of knowing a bit more about reddit amas this time round because we're a bit newer to it uh, the, the last uh, two times um but I think we prepared for it more. And for us, um, I think, you know, Twitter, we ha have a strong audience on Twitter, and I, that was a really big source of referrals for us. And 
it just kind of proves the point that to to, to drive traffic from that kind of content marketing point of view, it's more than just throwing up uh, a link on Reddit or, or product times. And earlier on, you, you were telling me how, you know, it's the, the build it and they will come thing isn't, you know, it doesn't really hold up so much online. And I was kind of just curious to know kind of what the, the key areas that you found kind of made most impact in driving traffic through to your product hunt page. Was it your email activity that you did? You built a list of like 600 plus people? Yeah. Um, or, you know, you also made uh, a lot of effort on, on um, uh, through the Reddit communities themselves and, and through Facebook groups and things like that. What, what do you think was like the key thing that really helped? Um, I think it, it, it starts, it really starts off with the research part, right? So I had, I had this list of all the like uh, channels I wanted to use, but uh, for instance, Facebook groups, um, you know, like I said, uh, how to start a startup one, uh, Berlin startups. Um, you have to say, hey, I want to join your group, but then there's an admin that has to has to approve you. So I had no clue how long that would take, but I knew I wanted to use this channel. So I think I, I joined these groups, I don't know, even like three months before before I wanted to launch because I had no clue on how long it would, would take. Um, so, you know, research, not only make a list of the channels you want to use, but also research the channels themselves, right? So you can write down, hey, I want to use this Facebook group, but when the day comes and you want to post and you didn't research that you actually have to be approved to post in yeah. the group or whatever, you know, your, your, your timing is off. Same goes for um, the entrepreneur subreddit. You have to have like certain, I don't know what they call it, like karma or you have to have a certain kind of engagement already to have a certain amount of points for you to be able to post like a text post or something. Um, so what I did was engage in the community before so I knew I had enough points to post something when I wanted to, like a new post. And those are like little, I don't know, maybe details people sometimes don't don't see you know you're building a product you have to do the whole product market fit thing you have to you know like all the stuff you have to do while building a product but i think launching the the launching part is also a pretty time consuming thing if you really want to do it well so i think the number one thing would be to definitely research all the channels you want to use and then go a little bit more in depth same goes for you know pitching let's say tips at techcrunch.com or even, uh, you know, if you, if you want to email Alex Wilhelm from TechCrunch, um, you want to know how to email him properly, right? So his all inbox is full. Uh, you should do research about how to pitch uh, a journalist or whatever. And I, I really think people sometimes just take take stuff like that for granted because they're like, hey, I've been working this for on, on this for like three years my product is really awesome i got one crazy guy who gave me seed money whatever you know but in the end nobody really really cares that you're just a random guy and you created a product right it's about it's 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 more than the effort you have to do more than than just doing the, the regular things i think so and i don't think it's really difficult though because a lot of people do the same thing and if you do a little bit more than the rest then 
like the, the, the whole reward is exponentially higher because not a lot of people act like like that and that like that's something I really learned from just doing this so some stuff was really calculated and some stuff like right now I'm just thinking about like hey this is pretty interesting how I approach this but at the time I didn't really think about it in 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 that way so yeah would you would you go as far as saying this product comes as a community totally yeah okay. would you then argue that as with most communities that it's it's just a bit self-fulfilling would you say that potentially there's a bit of a bias towards what the community likes and they don't like? Um, so most people think it's really focused on like Silicon Valley, San Francisco kind of things. But actually, like from the beginning, it's been really worldwide. And even for me, like I'm still like I think I'm just the dude interested in tech and startups, you know, and I got posting rights and I, I, I could post stuff that I liked and people like that, you know, so I think... But in terms of what, in, not so much in terms of posting, but sometimes in terms of... Products. Of, of, yeah, products, like what stands out. Do you think that, um, do you think that it's a fair deal uh, in terms of what the community likes? Um, would they like uh, projects that are perhaps a little bit off the beaten path? Have you, have you seen the much volatility in... No, I think it's I think it's pretty uniform though. If you look at the community, it's a great mix of, you know, techies, business, uh, but also designer. Like just a true mix of the startup world is represented on the side. I think and and you know sometimes you see products like I don't know ship your enemies glitter. This guy made made a lander. I don't know. I think he he made it in like an hour and uh, you could ship people uh, an envelope of glitter for ten dollars and then he sold it four days later or like a week later yeah. for eighty thousand dollars ironically that, that that is the kind of thing that i intuitively would think that the community would love right? yeah but like let's flip it how about stuff like social entrepreneurship i mean i guess this, to some extent product is providing a new form of channel right? yeah and i'm just curious as with most channels they're good for certain things and less good for other things and, and i guess it would be useful for the audience to like discern Actually, I mean, product, you're, yeah. you're, you're naturally going to want to tell me it's for everyone. But I'm just curious, like, if you had to to sort of say, well, it's, actually, these ones tend to do better, or maybe these ones need to sort of think about multiple channels. Mm, I think, like, very, um, I don't know what the English word, like, very specific tools for, let's say, high-level security or uh, enterprise kind of stuff, you know? I don't think that's... It, 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 there's a good mix between um, B2C and B2B, but I think it, it tends to go a little bit more towards the B2C mm. side, although there are a lot of startup founders on there, you know, who find new great stuff to use while they're building their startup. Uh, so very that, specific tools. And do you think that that's because of the complexity of explaining it? Yeah, I think so, because the, the, you ha only have the tagline, right? Yeah. So if you have like a high level security, whatever thing encrypted, I don't know, you know, that's that's going to be pretty difficult to explain in like a 60 character uh, tagline. Um, but there have it's yeah, it's difficult to get some examples now, but I think um, there have been funny things like the glitter one. Yeah. Uh, but a great example is Meerkat which went totally viral and started on, on Product Hunt. Mm. Um, you know, and that's, that's a really cool example of not only like a founder story, 
because it's not new you know they've they've been working it was a side project of of um of ben rubin's company uh and then this exploded and then they shifted all their focus on creating this product mm. uh, and that's also because the the mix of the people that encountered this app was um, not only users you know like people on product hunt are foremost like users but they're also just peers like you and me mm. that can give you great feedback on the thing you're building um, and and also you know for different stages the startups that are products that are posted on product and mm. are, are also in so I think there's something for for everyone there I do think the tech community is, is the best community uh, you know this website mm. could be built for yeah um, so yeah I, I do think it's pretty pretty even mm. um, but yeah it's interesting to see what people are gonna post in the in the future I think it's just a true um, I don't know uh, how do you say it in English. Like uh, it's a true example of just the offline scene, but now it's it's online, and yeah. and that really shows the the value of it right now. No, for sure, for sure. And you work closely with Andy, Andy Klinger. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you probably know. We him. all work closely. Yes, it's a small you team. Do you want to share with the audience what 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 he does? Because Andy's a a seed camp alum, and so is Lucas Fiddle. Yeah. So it, it's great to have uh, seed campers in in product hunt. Yeah. Maybe you can share. Well, that's a, I think it's a cool story. I think the whole team is basically people who've built something with product hunt or are huge fans. So, for example, Eric Thornburg, he just emailed Ryan like, "Hey, I like what you're doing." I want to help you. You don't have to pay me. Can I do stuff? And then, like now, he's 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 a founding member with uh, with Ryan, Andreas. Um, he built the first uh, Chrome extension. He just hacked it together. Yeah. Uh, you know. So and and Lucas same thing. So it, it's pretty cool to see like these uh, Lucas and Andreas. They just moved to San Francisco. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, part of the core team in uh, yeah, like really in San Francisco. So it's cool to see that, um, yeah, we're just people that that really love what Ryan started. Yeah, and now it's just really cool that we can join him and see where 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 we can take this. No, that's awesome. Um, so, what would you say the the right time is? What um, like if if you had to sort of say this is the perfect time for somebody to start thinking because we were talking earlier about how you want to tie, uh, tee up a couple of the channels so you're not yeah. lagging but what is the perfect time would you say mm, yeah me and me and Oli talked about this um, I think it it does vary, uh, vary like um, you know some people decide that they uh, put it on very early Right, they just build an MVP and it works. So one of the key uh, things we ask of products being on the site is that it's instantly usable. So no email lenders, all that stuff. Uh, so you have to be able to use it. Um, yeah, some people really decide to to put it on really early uh, and then just see what happens. Uh, but I think those are mostly also the people that, that are like, that's like a one man uh, deaf guy, you know? Uh, that can just uh, um, uh, I don't know fix all the bugs and do all the stuff that that he gets feedback from like within a day or whatever. So that's like the the, the guy on steroids, I think. Um, and there's also companies that really really carefully 
um, look like try and see where product hunt fits in let's say their launch week or whatever so uh, let's say they want to launch on tuesday we're gonna do a big bang and the pr stuff and then somewhere in this mix there's going to be or they want to be on on product hunt um yeah sometimes there are companies that don't have customers others do uh, it really varies but it's just um if you want to have good feedback new users uh, possibly some uh, investors um, then it's yeah I don't, I don't know there's there's so many different stages in startups so it re it's really up to you it's when you want to open it up to really uh, you know people that get, can critique your product uh, so very well so let's flip the question into what's the dumbest thing you've seen people do that you're just like you know what that just guarantees that this is going to go badly for you um, like posting and being on product hunt what if, like any time that somebody's wanting to do something in product hunt where you're just like you're like oh my goodness I can't believe you just did that that just really killed your well we, we, we get a lot of emails you know people asking like hey can you post our product or uh, I made this product it's really awesome I want it to be on there and we actually we, we post stuff ourselves you know with our personal accounts but uh, we always encourage people to just connect with the community uh, on Twitter or on the site and um, what I really dislike is, is just people emailing like, hey, I'm live, I want to be on the side, and then period, you know, like that's it. And that's, I always think that's so fascinating because you're taking the time to email this website, which you think is cool or influential or whatever, like you want to you wanna get value out of this. And then you write an email like you didn't uh, research this whole thing, right? You just say like, hey, I want to be on there. And then that's just it. And I think that's the most important thing, like making, making, like creating a, a persona or a face next to your product, right? Like you're creating a thing that's m maybe for all people, maybe, maybe just for like a small target group or whatever, but people just want to see the guy or the guys or the girls who, who made the thing. So, you know, if you look at Buffer, for instance, um, maybe more people yeah maybe more people know Joel Gascoin than they uh, know the product right yeah um, and like the other other people from the team they, they have awesome blog posts and stuff so they've really built like a person or, yeah. or something else you could be interested in besides the product and I think that's really interesting but that goes back to something as small as reaching out yeah. right just saying I don't know if people email me and say like, hey, I follow you on Twitter. I saw you tweeted about XYZ, whatever. Uh, my startup is in this space. It would be so awesome if you could have a look. I mean, that's a proper email, right? Yeah. And there you have it, guys. There's a template. You just heard it right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but do like, but it doesn't even matter if, if people take this as a template and do it. Like it, it's more about the feeling I'm getting, right? So if, if I'm getting an email that's that feels like copy paste, you know, sometimes I get an email where there's like, hey, hey Bart, you know, that's not my name. That's just like copy pasting. And then like at those moments, <laughs> I really think like, come on, you know, you're taking the effort. If you think about this for three seconds longer, then you're gonna nail it. Yeah. Right? And that's I mean that's the most important thing don't don't be a slacker I think. don't be a slacker that's yeah. the most important thing. that for sure that's the, I think that's the recurring theme that, that you've had in some of the advice you've given um, as you know uh, we always like to conclude with you uh, 
having a chance to shamelessly promote something, anything yeah. you want. So, uh, in that spirit, what? Okay. What, what's on your? I mind? really want to plug my my friend from San Francisco. His name is Derek Minter. He has a company called Honey Badger. So that's Honey Badger without the E at the end. So Badger, like Flickr, yeah. like Flickr. Uh, and if you, you know, everyone knows Bitcoin is really hot right now. If you want to work in a Bitcoin space, then he's the guy who can get you the best jobs. His startup is a HR startup and he connects you with the coolest so he's Bitcoin the, companies. So he's the HR service just for, for Bitcoin industry. For the best Bitcoin companies out there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's why it's called Honey Badger. Like the Honey Badger is like the the mascot of the Bitcoin nice. world. Yeah, so we, we have a couple of Bitcoin investments, Elliptic and uh, Qco. So we're definitely going to get them cool. uh, to, to use Honey Badger. Well, with that, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks, Ali, also for being here. And until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.